than some putty eye, even if we day old, y'all put your hands up, nah, put your hands down, put them in the ground, mix it with the brown, it's that new sound, even if it's age old, fresher than some putty eye, even if we day old, oh, episode what how should i keep the secret society members entertained and i i was thinking that i i I don't know if i want to get into politics or not i'm really not sure if we should delve into that realm of political nature besides the fact because because it's such because it's such a charade is really what it what it comes down to. I mean, it it really comes down to the Federal Reserve System, and if you're not willing to address fractional reserve lending, then there's no there's no day of reckoning. There's no political salvation. There's no candidate that can do anything other than befuddle and shuffle around in a constricted world without control of the purse, without the treasury, without the funds, because all of that fun money that we think we have, that that we play with, that we say, vote with your dollar, you know, this, this matters, this, it, it really doesn't if you don't have banking reform or you don't have people and property rights and laws and enforcement based upon this unsound currency. Because all, all those things are good and all those things are the, are the power structure that reinforce how they maintain control but it's the banking system, it's the money, it's, it's a very small collective group of individuals that has access to the ability to conjure money out of money, like, like representations of money. It's not even money, it's, it's notes. Um, 
or that we trade for things of real value, of, of things for money. They actually create illegitimate currency for things out there. So before I just decry them and make all these all these judgments, do you, let's let's make sure you and I both understand fractional reserve lending. Okay, so there's this thing that they call like like a, one uh, the way I, the way I learned about it was searching for uh, I don't know like money reform or the Fed. It was during the Occupy times when they put out these videos where basically they talk about like like to, to take it into nature. Let's let's because I, I was going to try to like repeat their analogy and, and go through it the way they were saying it, but that in that I may get lost. But let me let me go into like legit um, fractional reserve lending here in a natural sense. Okay, so let's let's consider the bank, and I'm just going to kind of explore this as I go. I haven't pre-thought out this analogy. But let's consider the bank, the tree roots. Okay, and what the money is, is the exudates. Okay. So now we got a bank and we got currency. And unlike, like in, in a natural setting, if the tree is photosynthesizing, it's going to secrete certain exudates. And it will also secrete certain exudates to have certain microbes come and become active. And this is this is actually a lot what what banks do. You know, if you think of it, the the, the current issue with the, the black segregation type of stuff, where they said that banks would only loan to certain folks of certain color, which I am not sure what black and white even means to, to be honest. But I mean, it, you can make a character judgment based on skin color, but it's the heritage and the lineages are so you know, diverse and the, and the DNA is so similar that it's like, really, it's hard to say, but, but the banks would loan to certain, certain folks. So that's like the certain, they want to encourage certain bacterial activity, um, in a certain area. So they put out certain exudates and it causes economic stimulus in that area. But what I, what I wanted to get at was the, the fractional reserve lending, because this to me, is the kind of evil wickedness of it. The, like, if you're producing value or you're loaning to certain people to get certain things done, that's just, that seems natural. That's just, that's, you know, um, whether, whether the, you know, whether they're, they're benevolent or not is a whole nother deal and the people in charge don't really seem that benevolent, so... But that's, I don't want to cast that much judgment on that. I, I want to get into the idea where what fractional reserve lending is, is where I say to you, okay, you, you only need to exit a, it's, it's kind of, it's almost like a timeshare. When I think of it, it's like, it's saying to the people, well, I'm going to promise you exit aids. I'm going to promise you exudates in the future. And, but because you don't need those exudates right now, you're just going to hang on to those promises. And 
because I can, you don't want the exudate right now and it's still here, I can actually promise it to someone else because we're going to replenish it and have more more of it eventually from someone else at a different time because someone else is going to like a, like a pyramid scheme. Someone else is going to make a, a, a deposit of exudates to hold them. So, so I, I guess it's different than the tree because the tree is producing them. Whereas this, this is something to hold exudates. And this is, I think this is a very man-based concept of like holding on to things. I mean, certain things store things, but like the way man hoards, but but the idea is that you hold on to the exudates and then because I don't need them right now, they can promise the same exudate they promised to me to someone else. And, and this is what is called fractional reserve lending, meaning that the, the goods, the one goods, like the exudates, the things we need in, in, in this case, it usually was gold, but now it's oil. Now it's like federal reserve special deposit requirements or it's actually like um, M1 money, M2 money, and these different um, ways that they legally um, conjure money into existence with codification. Um, and those, those are really interesting things to, to um, read as, as somebody to get into how monetary supply is created by the Federal Reserve. But what but I, I don't know if you could follow me to, to understand the fractional reserve lending. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it one more time to just because I feel like I'm rambling, talking fast, trying to drive, doing a whole lot of things. Driving through downtown Hilo right now, which looks barely open. No disease anywhere, but yet all the shops are shut. But one more time to go through fractional reserve lending. Consider this a little episode review here. Is I go to a bank and I deposit money or some and and then the bank says, Okay, we'll give you this this coupon, this ticket, this note that says you can redeem that money. But while the money was sitting in the bank, the banker said to someone else, Hey, there's this money here. Would you also like this money? And they promise that same money to multiple people. And, and it doesn't just stop there. It goes on and they can, they can actually promise the same money out about 10 times over. Um, but now with the current COVID crisis and the way the Fed just opening its, its window, it's basically they can unlimitedly create that stuff. And so this is fractional reserve lending, and it happens on a local level at your local bank. Um, and it also happens on a national level with the, the, the whole Federal Reserve. So there's two places money are created. And when you really start to get into money and how it's created and how, like how they control everything and and what how it's all functioning, it's, it's quite impressive. Because it's really a conjuring act of taking, you know, promises for debt, promises to pay, and putting them out there. And the thing, so, so you know, I did want to talk about politics when I'm talking about Federal Reserve. But the, the other part that, that becomes interesting is that 
you can't really escape this system because of the way it's based all on debt and money and loaning and interests and, and, and these things, you, we don't really have a way to pay off the, the principal. We can only ever really pay off the, the accruing debt and you can, and you can never really truly pay, pay down the principal to, in, in this system. And so it's designed to continually go and continually get bigger, but largely if you look at the way we're taxed in America, like the taxes, they go to servicing the debt, meaning the money that we pay for taxes doesn't go for a single road, cop, well, certain certain things, but but federally it doesn't go it doesn't go for a single project you think it does, military, anything. It goes to solely paying the debt on the Federal Reserve and the money that we borrowed because they forced us to borrow it. Um, wow, this whole bridge is shaking like a big truck accident. Um, and this this is the this is the thing where I said, you know, if you're gonna get into politics, you gotta understand this. And I and for some reason, when I look at it, I I don't think. Our politicians get it. I don't think our our politicians understand how and where and what and why um, that thing, things are going on. You know, I I, I Yeah, there's an accident up here. Something comes on the road. Alright, yeah. Maybe I'll cut that spot out. Maybe I won't. You get real-time stuff coming to you. So, ah, man. I just... When I, when I start to go into politics and I start to see this Democrat-Trump Republican Biden stuff. It's just like, oh my god. It's so fucking crazy because none none of them talk about the money, where where it's coming from, the debt, how how we're dealing with um Well, that's it for our free episode, so join us at www.microbialsecret.org for the full episode and join the microbial secret society. So uh, may the beneficial microbes be with you. Aloha.